4: Welcome to the family with. Woof! Doug Sprint though. <laughs> oh, God.
5: Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen.
6: Melissa Kirk. Katherine Brandt. Andy
4: Brandt Bernard.
3: And Cassie Schrader.
4: We will take a break, be right back with Laura Wasser. Divorce Sucks. Her podcast mm. is called Divorce Sucks, and we want to hear all about it. And we will from Laura right up to this Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting it. <laughs> you got to put up with Doug. Every time. Doug's the Automotive Group. Walzer. Six years
8: now, I think. So anyway, uh, stick around after this uh, episode for the fourteenth episode of Car Selling Secrets. It should launch fifteenth. Yeah, we're up to fifteen. About one o'clock or a little after. Paul Walzer is our special guest. He's the Really, the guy that got Walzer Automotive Group off the ground. He's sort of semi retired, handed the business over to his brother, but he's a very, very interesting guy, so it should be a lot of fun. Mm
1: -hmm.
8: And call in with questions. If you need uh, some car repair advice, he's probably the last person you should ask.
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Hey, it's no problem. I'll do another intro for you. So funny. You yeah, didn't like it too they much. They loved but, it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Listeners are unbelievable. Joe and Doc got together. I grew up listening to classic rock, and now I listen to a half-rate morning show on some lame radio station hosted by this pill. Then Doc says, pill is right. Some days he's a sleeping pill. Other days he's a cyanide pill because he kills my spirit, bitch. Uh, Joe, (laughs) see if you could find Shark Man and Grease Man Morning Zoo. We could listen to that. I think Tom's asleep. He's probably texting Bryant or Sprinthal. No time for us peons. <laughs> Unbelievable. A wow. couple of big babies. Well. It's kind of listeners I like, big babies. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Wasser. How you doing, Laura?
0: I'm well, thanks. How are you?
4: Marvelous. Uh, you're on Podcast One, correct? Podcast1.com, divorce sucks yeah. with Laura Wasser, W A S S E R. Uh, so, Laura, where did it all start?
1: <laughs> oh, well,
0: it all started uh, probably back in uh, 1968 when my parents found out that my father had passed the bar exam and decided to have celebratory sex, oh. and I was conceived, and they decided, because he passed the California bar exam, to make my initials L-A-W.
1: Oh. So, uh. and, <laughs>
0: and, and you were wondering where that was going, weren't you? No. Anyway, no, so no. I've, 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 I... I did fight being an attorney for a long time, but ultimately I succumbed. And I've been practicing family law for 25 years now. Family law is a euphemism for divorce law. (laughs) And last year, uh, Podcast One came to me and said, how about you do a weekly podcast about how people get divorced, how it works, what people's experiences are. You've represented some celebrities in your practice so you can get them to come on and talk about it. And so because I was also launching an online divorce website called It's Over Easy, I figured that this would be a good way to kind of get the word out. So divorce sucks.
4: Either that or have breakfast. It's over easy. That's good. I like it. There you go. That works for me. I've never (laughs) had to go through a divorce, but I know some other people in the room have. And Mm -hmm. I I just... uh, like four or five times,
8: huh? easy now, gunpowder.
4: <laughs> but it's got to be, man. I got to believe that's it's extremely emotional, isn't it? Or by the time they come to an mm-hmm. attorney, is it pretty much over already?
8: Especially if you're attached to money, <laughs> then it's really, emo- <laughs> then it's yes. very
1: emotional. It's extremely,
4: it's extremely
0: emotional. Part of it is, you know, losing that attachment to your spouse, but yeah. the other part of it is losing your attachment to the money. What we're trying to do is look. It definitely sucks. It's definitely difficult, It's, but it's definitely happening. And for those to whom it is happening, we're trying to make the the legal and the financial part easier so you can deal with the grief of having you know, the ending of that kind of a relationship and be able to move on. So many people get swept up in the emotions of it that they end up mm-hmm. spending way too much money on attorneys because they're in the moment. And so what we're trying to do is really separate that out let people have the ability to heal and get through what is absolutely a crappy time, but not spend a bunch of money and negative energy on the actual legal process.
6: Oh, I I understand what you're saying completely. I used to work in a divorce attorney's office when I was going through college and I
8: was And you lo- decided to get married. And
6: I was looking through some of these files <laughs> hey. and some of these files would be a conference room, you know, long box Full of all of this stuff, it was just like, and then she threw a shrimp at me at our dinner party and embarrassed me. And, and I'm like, "This is what you're telling an attorney this for? Seven hundred dollars an hour? You're going through, you know, the the dinner party fight? Really? I mean, it was just. I mean, they would drag this stuff. It's crazy." Yes.
0: And I think so many people, after it's over, look back and go, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I have my attorney write a three-page letter about the shrimp-throwing incident? <laughs> exactly! Because you're emotional, you, you, that happens. And the problem is, and again, I, I have great colleagues, I love family law attorneys, we are all problem solvers, we're trying to get it done, but, you know, so often when people come into my office, I go, let's be really clear about this, the more you fight, the more money i make and mm-hmm. dude i yeah. already drive a porsche so let's figure out a way to get you out of this without having to write a three-page letter about the shrimp throwing incident or any, I mean, there's so many other things
6: right I, I mean, I, I, even
0: I, even extramarital affairs which are horrible talk to your therapist talk to your priest talk to your rabbi talk to your girlfriend over a glass of chardonnay
6: don't talk to your lawyer right
8: i, I have a question for you how what percentage of the Uh, cases is uh, arbitration successful and I I know a lot of of couples go that route prior to seeing an attorney I did it myself actually I'm just curious as to what your experience is with arbitration
0: I think it's I mean it probably differs from state to state in California where I practice we are much more mediation or arbitration oriented and I'd say probably about 80 percent I think if people are kind of Tip to it and aware of it, it works because what happens is you have this opportunity to air your grievances, talk about what's gone on. You're not in front of a judge, you're in front of like a neutral third party. You get that out of your system. You also kind of compile and exchange the financial information necessary and you make a deal. And so, what we're really trying to do at It's Over Easy and at Divorce Sucks. Is make that educate people as to that as a possibility and to a different way of doing things. We call it the evolution of dissolution. And again, what struck me is I've been practicing for 25 years. Very little has changed. We're still dealing with remember the movie Kramer versus Kramer. We're still dealing with these horrible knockdown, drag out. And again, it's not just financially taxing it's emotionally devastating if you can approach it from a different angle which is hey this is horrible but it's happening how do we do this in a way that we're gonna save our money and more importantly save our kids having well-adjusted children that are able to go back and forth when when you know my kid was in kindergarten his dad and I were the only parents in the class that weren't living under the same roof by fourth grade I think forty percent of the class, the parents have yeah. split up. So it's happening. Sure. How do we do it better?
4: You know, I actually have a friend. I, uh, mm-hmm. I've been a friend for a long time, and there was a lot of dough involved in this, and I understand that. It took him fourteen years to get divorced. So much.
1: What?
8: Fourteen wow. I mean, years. Isn't
6: that crazy?
4: Oh, it's yeah, no, we
6: we've, we've seen those.
4: You can be married like three that or four times. That means somebody's doing something years. wrong. You should know. <laughs>
6: uh, yeah, some somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
4: yeah. I don't know. How it, long
6: it, were they married?
4: Uh, for quite some time. He before
6: they okay. filed for divorce.
4: Yeah, I think yeah. I think <laughs> at least 20, 25 years. Wow. They were married a long time, but he, there was a lot of money involved, and that was the whole problem. I think. Yeah, I but have, here's the thing: the more money. There,
0: them. it should be easier with more money. Yeah, you yeah, would think it should right. be like, look, yeah. we've both got plenty of money. Let's move on. Yeah,
5: exactly. Jeff Bezos yeah. got
8: divorced in what about fifteen minutes? Fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah, I have. I'm 30, and I already have two friends that are divorced.
8: Really? Mm
2: -hmm. You do?
6: Yeah, Hmm. yeah. Um, So, do you think that prenups help when there is a divorce? I do. I actually think prenups help people stay
0: together. To be honest with you, and I know that. I mean, look, I know they're not romantic. I know they're not sexy. But I think one of the things we're reading a lot about now is how like millennials are not getting married. Um, or millennials are getting married later, and that's why the divorce rate is re- decreasing. Um, I think that's great. I also think that millennials are having more prenups, not just wealthy millennials, but people that just, they're smart, and they want to know what the law is in their state, and they want to know what the terms of this contract that they're entering into, and marriage is a contract. Everyone says, Oh, God, I can't believe you're entering into a contract. Marriage is a contract. People get married, and they enter into contracts for the venue, and the cake, and the dress, and the florist, and the caterer, but they never think about the most important contract, which is the contract of marriage. Find out what the law is in your state, and if you are down with those rules. If you're not, then let's talk about how you opt out and what you would prefer in terms of what your financial situation going to be, your responsibilities during marriage. There's some things you can't opt out of. You can't opt out of child support, for example, but you can certainly opt out of like a community property situation where you get married in California and automatically half of everything you earn from that day forward is half and half. You can say that doesn't work for me because I've already been doing my job for this long and I really honed my art or whatever it is and I don't want to pay half or share half of everything I earn with the person that I'm married to.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. Now I, I want to run a little experiment here, Laura, okay? The woman you were talking yeah. to there is is my wife.
6: The Catherine. woman named yeah, Catherine. I had a feeling about that. Oh, That's woman. Catherine? That's Catherine. Yes,
4: Absolutely. <laughs> so I will say this and then she can follow it up with her comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been together for 38 years, been married for 35 years and I've never even once considered divorce. And now here's Catherine.
6: Uh, <laughs>
4: it's, it's so th-
6: many times. It's Thursday.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday, honey. So many Go times. Go forward. <laughs> what do you so mean <laughs> so many times?
6: What's that all Oh, you've about? been hanging by a thread for many times. <laughs> and you know, and you so know those
0: 30, times. 35 years in my world, that's quite an accomplishment. Congratulations. Yeah.
6: Thank you. I
0: have It is a hard job yeah. to be married, but it is often so worth it. But I do. I think obviously you guys have found something that you, a common ground, you obviously have good communication with each other. That's so key in terms of keeping things fluid and keeping things evolving. And it's really important. I mean, I probably know about as much as marriage as I do about divorce. And I've seen so many relationships, 35 years and 38 together. That's awesome.
6: Thank you very much. I have, a, I have another question. I had a friend that went through mediation and she found out, later, that her ex, was, had hidden tons of assets going into mediation. What happens then?
0: In most states, there are omitted assets. First of all, when you enter into mediation, you still have to sign, exchange, and, and under penalty of perjury, um, exchange information about what you each have. So if that person, her husband, signed all those forms under penalty of perjury. He, one, broke the law when he said that these assets didn't exist. Or
6: We're losing you.
0: The doubt is the judge, if you come forward and say, well, he didn't tell me he had this bank account offshore, I found out later, the judge will either then give a heavy, heavy penalty to the person that omitted the assets. I've seen instances where the judge awarded the entire asset, not just half of it, to the other spouse. So not worth lying. No, no. Not worth lying. Yeah. Not worth lying. And again, these days more than ever, it's very hard to hide assets. Because there's this electronic footprint that you have of everything. I mean, back in the day when everything was in like a shoebox or seats. But now you can usually see everything that's come out over time. And if a big chunk of money – was supposed to come in and didn't show up or got transferred, you see that.
6: Well, that's good because, I mean, I, she was so exhausted by the whole thing. She was just, by the time they were divorced, she was just so exhausted. I don't even think she cared anymore, to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's just like, right. I Not can't even deal with this person yeah. one more day in my life. Yeah. So we got away with it.
0: Exactly. After a certain period of time, you're just like, I'm so done, I want to, I'm want. i out. And that's why I feel like if you start from a point of exit from education, understanding, and really wanting to get into it, you have to be the master of your own destiny, and hopefully, it doesn't it doesn't go on for that long. Because yeah, it does; it taps you out.
6: Because we've got a couple in here that are going to be married in October. Mm-hmm. Their fiancés, and they're right here. So, do you have any what's What's the best advice? Get a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Even if you don't have a prenup, because they're not for everybody, I would have some of the conversations that would go into having a prenup. What what are each of your expectations after you get married? Um, How much are you going to put away every year for retirement? Have you discussed what happens with your... Elderly parents, are they going to come live with you? Or are you going to put them in assisted living? No. What do you think is going to happen if you have kids? <laughs> is somebody going to go? Are you both going back to work? Some of these things sit down, map through them, plan them out, and really talk about them. And the other thing I would say is, while you guys are madly in love and have stars in your eyes, Figure out a great way to communicate so that when things aren't good and inevitably, um, as Tom and Catherine will tell you, that sometimes they won't be good, you have a really good ability and language to speak with each other and communicate with each other. Get that down while things are good. And I think that you will probably do great. I think
6: that's wonderful advice. Because mm-hmm. communication is like 90% of a marriage, yes. Oh, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Dan and
5: I took, my husband and I took a premarital counseling class at the church we got married in. And we had to take a quiz, and we found out that he is an internal processor and I'm an external processor which makes can make things hard but like learning that ahead of time was huge just knowing that like this is how he processes things he can't talk and talk and talk but I have to talk and talk and talk
3: Hmm. yeah I'm the same way I like
5: to purge everything so
3: the best way to do is just communicate with them say look I'm not ready to talk about this right now. exactly give me yeah. My time mm-hmm. and then I will come to you when I'm ready. If you're yeah. Tom Bernard, you say, Well,
6: I am ready to talk right now. <laughs>
3: Do you like it or not. There will
6: be talking. <laughs> Laura.
0: But isn't it isn't it amazing that they don't make you take those premarital classes? Like I remember yeah. that scene in Parenthood oh, where it's... Keanu Reeves says, you know, you need a license to drive, you need mm-hmm. a license to fish yep. but any guy can become a parent. It's the same to get married. I mean, you need a marriage license, but they don't put you through any right. hoops oh, to get it. It's, hey, like you can get huge. like 25 so cents many, off. So for... many people would stay married. It's so, yeah. Laura, yeah. Laura,
4: do you wow. have to get going? Do you yes. have time to stick around? Oh, you do have to get going? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'd love to have you on again to talk about this, because apparently my wife loves to talk to divorce attorneys. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Laura. Yeah,
0: she's, just exploring, she's just exploring her <laughs> options. Okay, okay. Okay. Well,
4: Podcast one, Divorce Sucks, Laura Wasser, W-A-S-S-E-R. Thanks, Laura.
0: Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
4: We'll go to break. Be right back. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love you. working
8: with you. We can help any business, including a podcast
4: that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, nah, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. Like you. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
2: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
4: Great song. Bang so here it, it is. On. Get it on.
8: Two 90-year-olds are in a divorce court. The judge says, how long have you been married? 72 years. And you want to get divorced now after 72 years of marriage? Yeah, we wanted to wait until the kids were dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, that would
4: be easier. See. Well, I understand that completely. It
1: yeah, makes that total a sense
4: to
6: Yeah, we, I, was on a, I was on a train down in Florida, and um, we had a delay um, on the train. So we're all sitting there. Oh, when there. you
5: thought you weren't going to make your flight to Arizona. I didn't think I was yeah. going
6: to get my flight. Yeah, that was a whole another thing. But yeah. there's this couple, very well-dressed couple. You could tell that they, you know, he's, you know, they're... Professional something. They're, oh, I don't know, maybe 60s. <laughs> and they're fighting. Like, the whole world is okay We're hearing, why don't you just divorce me already, then, if you can't stand anything I do? And oh, I'm like, oh, my God. my God. So they were from
8: Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> they were from Westchester. I like
6: it. I it's like... So, I mean, just because you're, you've are you been married a long time, a short yeah. time, that whole...
8: And I yeah, wanted to point that out. I, mean, I know I've seen couples that have been married a long time, but you can tell they're kind of miserable. I mean, they're really yeah. living parallel lives. Where yes. Clearly, yeah. that isn't the case with you guys. So I think that's... I, I'm really shocked when you <laughs> see couples that have been married for like 50, 55 years. They got married when they were 17 or 18 and they still love being together. I think yeah. that, that's yeah. so incredible. Yeah, rare. it is
6: incredible. But I yeah. mean, yeah, it's just, uh, and then on the flip side, I've known couples that are always holding hands and they're always yeah. really sweet they're to each other. For and they're compensating for something. And then all of a sudden they're going to get a divorce and like you're like, what? Mm-hmm. You guys are all so lovey-dovey all the time
5: overcompensating for something I don't know. like that's let's show everyone how much we're in love yeah. but then maybe when they get they home it's like get and away from... make up and yeah. then they're all there are those W's couples that while. it's like i have some friends that are like they fight and then they like do some grand gesture and then they fight and then a grand gesture
6: it's like I
4: oh my yeah. like that. that's no.
6: very exhausting
5: no, no, terrible
4: so i have a question for all of you mm-hmm. you take nick cage and Lisa Presley, who were at one time married to one another, I believe. I so
1: weird. That. Yeah.
4: They've both been married seven or eight times. Wouldn't you learn your lesson <laughs> after three? Maybe three. Go- maybe I'm not I good think, at this. I
8: think this. Gary Oldham It's like five or six. Is it
4: really? Yeah.
6: Don't you think oh a lot God. of the celebrities, though, it's like careers waning, time for a new Yeah,
4: maybe. News. new husband.
6: Yeah. Well,
8: Nick Cage's last one, he got drunk in Vegas and married a hooker, didn't he? Four days. Yep. Oh, oh, he got divorced my after four days. God. He's a crazy you. man.
5: He yeah. is a crazy he, man. He's
8: a little wacky. He's, he's kind, yeah. there a little issues. bit. The yeah.
5: best marriage, some of the best marriage. I got really good marriage advice out of that premarital counseling. Then that we like we had to take the Myers Briggs personality test, mm-hmm. and then like does talk about Dan have how,
1: a personality. He does. Okay, <laughs> just a little. Don't tell him I said that. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't be offended.
5: Um, Not at all. But yeah, we had to do that, and then we had to do a quiz about how we both handled money. And she was like, money is the number one reason people get divorced. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, number I, one reason. I re- totally yeah. believe
1: that. Because they're like, Indeed. if, you,
5: I know if you're that that you a spender and you're married to a saver, that's really hard. Like, if you're going out and spending all this money and just don't really care, and then if you're married to somebody that doesn't like to spend money and likes to save their money and keep their money, that can be... a like really difficult, and Dan and I got the exact same score on the money quiz, so oh, we did you? see money the exact same way, really? that
6: was cool Those things have changed for you <laughs>
5: <laughs> they totally have, I yeah. used to be a total spender, and now I'm
6: yep more re- of
5: a much re- more of
6: a saver yeah, i remember being so worried about you with and i would try I to talk to you about money you would just get this glazed I know. look on no. your oh god I hated like i talking was t- about money. stabbing you and no. it was yeah now
5: i buy everything <laughs> used i like don't yes <laughs> yeah i'm much more of a saver now but yeah i
6: well yeah, having young kids is expensive it is expensive yes.
5: especially if you're going to like people that buy everything new for all their kids i'm like wow well, do you even afford that
1: You're not
6: saving
5: any money. So anyway, the best marriage advice that I got is tell your spouse when they're annoying you. Mm -hmm. Because I think that that saves a lot (laughs) of
1: (laughs) (laughs) money. Great. But not too
5: much. But it's just like, you know, there are people that harbor these feelings and then, like, act out in weird ways because they're irritated by something their spouse is doing, but they're not telling them outright, like, this bothers me. Or what you're doing, like, that hurt my feelings or something, you know? And so then they hold on to these feelings for six months or a year, and then all of a sudden it, like... comes spilling all out. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody was like, tell them. Like, if if you're irritated by something they're doing, tell them. Just be like, you're annoying. And this is why. (laughs)
6: Let's figure it out. He's looking at me like, what do you think about that one? I'm
4: I'm just trying to figure out where Alex got the I'm a saver thing.
6: She learned I it. I am
5: now. Yeah. Well, but who'd it. you
4: learn it from?
5: Well, a big part of it. Where'd I learn it from? A big part of it for me is like being one. eco-friendly. Is like buying used stuff for what me. A waste of time. Yeah, because that's I super cheap, right? No, I'm saying <laughs> being like buying eco-friendly. It can be like cloth diapering. Way cheaper than disposable diapers. Uh, I don't like
4: that disposable diaper thing either. They every, take five hundred years to break down. Every single diaper,
5: every single diaper ever produced, is still in a landfill.
6: Well, they've got God. they've got biodegradable ones now, but they're like forty dollars a diaper. Yeah, that's well, what and I'm the saying.
1: well, <laughs> at, no, so
5: that's but hard, hard The hard thing people. about like biodegradable. Disposable diapers don't work anyway because they're covered in garbage that doesn't breathe and you need oxygen to biodegrade, so it still cre- it doesn't break down and it still creates Just like the
6: children run around naked. Let That's
5: what we do at home. Poop <laughs> and pee wherever they feel. Yeah. No, cloth pants. diapering. Cloth diapering is... Go live in the park. Much more... It's more expensive <laughs> up front. Like, you have to pay one sum. Yeah. But then, like, I've used... Cloth diapers are fine and yeah. sage. I just spent I'm, zero dollars no, on did, diapering for sage. I did cloth diapers sage.
6: too for quite some time because of the same thing. I just I just felt like God. That's just so much garbage. I have a question
4: mm-hmm. for you? And it the crisp and Green they make their own bowls <laughs> which biodegrade in a very short time. Mm-hmm. But there what looks like a plastic cover over it, but it's not. Yeah, plastic. but they're
5: compostable.
4: It's made of it's made of it's corn. Made of corn, PLA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's PLA?
2: It's a Plastic-derived... Or a plant-derived
4: plastic. Yeah. So it's not really plastic. It is. Well, they, say it, they said this corn stuff that... Ours made of corn.
6: Yeah, like crisp uh, and green. Yeah. salad east store. <laughs> That's what Dan's talking about. That's yeah. what I'm
4: talking about, yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> but it doesn't... It's not... I don't know.
4: It's not plastic. It's corn.
6: Yeah, but what is the shelf life of it once it's got something not very in long. it?
4: I know it's not very long. So
6: if you had a diaper that was made of something that would disintegrate, corn a corn
4: diaper, diaper. you'd have like to it. be
6: kind of careful. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to sneeze, and I don't have a cough button.
4: Yeah, I think this with all good. of this plastic, it's, gotcha. it's really, really wearing us out. Don't you think? <laughs> well, <laughs> plastic everywhere. <I> <laughs> we for you Daisy. Need
5: to go away by scaring me.
1: Sorry.
2: <laughs> For Daisy we use these uh, oh, yeah. dog bags. They're made out poop of bags. They're made out of the same thing as Elmer's glue. Oh, there you go. So you yeah, can flush them and then
5: horse hooves.
2: And yeah. yep, well <laughs> I don't kinda.
6: Know. I don't know if that's really what it is. We Ooh. have
5: um, biodegradable dog poop bags.
2: Yep, they yeah. you flush them and then they just kind of dissolve in the water because that's what elmer's glue does really
6: are you mm-hmm. are you are you certain that it's good for the plumbing if you've ever <laughs> seen you if you've it.
2: ever gotten them oh. even slightly wet you'll know that they yeah. disintegrate yeah
9: water. like yeah. in the rain <laughs> they start to they just yeah. they just start to go like this so you have gross. to like get in well it's not you have like to run to the <laughs> t- not instant, <laughs> but it's not instant but yeah. but yeah you have to get and you don't tie them because if you tie them they create an air pocket and then yeah, that could be what oh, oh it's it so as long as you leave them and then you let them like soak for a minute then mm-hmm.
6: you can flush it yeah, because i don't you know i obviously well, i've got a dog and really you have well. to use poop bags and i always feel yeah. i feel guilty about those too we use ours are, flush
2: puppies ours way.
6: are kind of like um
5: what you put your compost in like you put the bag in the compost mm-hmm. bin you mm-hmm. know ours our poop bags are like that
6: no
2: oh. there
5: okay. you go yeah but yeah like Things that like there's like, flushable wipes and stuff. You're like, that's not breaking down in the septic no. system. <laughs> like, eh,
4: well, no. septic systems, no. no. How did we go from the divorce to talking about disposable diapers? Eco-friendly.
5: <laughs> yes. You asked me how I became a saver, oh, a saver. Yeah, that's and right. I said that's that it's right. more for me about being eco-friendly, and that saves me a good amount of money but on a lot of things. Doesn't stuff cost
4: more? Yes. No,
5: food, yes, but food does. Other things, no. No. Not really
4: all right well i mean like i buy
5: i buy all of the kids clothes used and so that's cheaper and it's eco-friendly because i'm not buying new clothing is very bad for the environment and
4: you know speaking of bad for the environment i just saw there was an edict issued this week from the city of new york that says we're worried about climate change is there any place in the world that pollutes more than new true. I mean my god.
5: Well, but oh, New all York, of a
4: sudden you realize that. Huh? They
5: do they like they can't use styrofoam in New York City. No,
4: Plastic, can't. Bags. Plastic bags. You cannot, right?
5: They need to get rid of straws for
4: sure. Straws are the 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 paper straws now are really good anyway. The paper
6: straws
5: they last and there's almost
6: through the whole drink. <laughs> <laughs> almost. There's oh, oat amazing. there's oat straws. Yeah. There's You can um, just get a steel straw. Why yeah, if they you just, just wash things. I know. Why don't we just go back to washing things? I know. I, I never,
5: know. everything. Well, and it's
6: like you go That's to how restaurants. I feel about
9: milk cartons. Why can't we have milkmen bringing yeah, milk to
6: door yeah. again? Or just, yeah, or just return them to I was when never part of that store.
9: generation, but I think it's the best
5: form of milk
6: giving. Milk yes, for
5: sure. <laughs> and you can. You can find a yeah. milkman. They're
2: just, they're, but a they're really, not, yeah, really it's not heavy. commonplace. The the companies don't want to pay for the shipping, and all of that weight takes more fuel to transport, but if so they're it local. might end up being...
1: Yeah, local, it's like you it's find like, a local, it's like farmer. having a, and, yeah.
9: a mailman come to your door every day. Yeah, do we it's have like the any, same thing. Do we I, have any dairies that are local anymore? Yeah, really. I can't
6: imagine,
5: yeah, though, the are, cost of a yeah. yeah, there's one in, in our
4: it. neighborhood. There we is? have a milkman in our neighborhood. No, yeah. but a
6: dairy. Do we have a dairy in the neighborhood?
5: Yeah,
4: I don't know about that. Yeah, Native shipping
2: glass times. bottles takes a lot of fuel. Is the problem? Yeah, there's
5: a there's a um, local Stony Brook, Stony something. Yeah, Stony Brook, I think yeah. it is. Stony I think, Brook. It is Stony well, well. Yeah, and they have it's glass, and you bring, you can buy it at like a co-op, and then you bring it back, and they reuse it. Well,
9: you know? the Minnesota Zoo has that little farm that has farm milking. Farming. I mean, yeah. They have a milking area. Why don't? Mm-hmm. That's pretty close to the Twin Cities. You go milk your own cow. No, 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 Like they, they have little. They put on little shows to like show kids how we milk cows now and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, they put stuff. them in the machine
5: and yeah. All so Good. it's like
9: if they have that, they could just make that bigger. I mean, and make it a
5: farm.
1: Well, and I know that milking. we
5: have um, some Organic Valley. You know, the brand Organic mm-hmm. Valley. There are some suppliers in Minnesota for Organic Valley.
4: Look at this. We're all turning into hippies on the old family podcast. What do you think? Unbelievable.
6: (laughs) Woohoo.
8: I'm in favor of plastic bags.
6: (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I'm in favor for plastic bags is when you buy meat products. I'm sorry. I want that in a plastic bag. Yeah. I don't want that dripping all over my other stuff. Bring a reusable silicone bag. I bought some of those, Dad, Dad. They're great. Your father even got those out of the pantry last night for See? the leftover food. Yeah, I was like, like so it. proud. I Dan. I to tell you. Dan, the other day,
5: wrapped his. I made brownies and he was wrapping one in saran wrap, and he was like trying to hide it from me. And I looked at him, and he's like, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> nothing. I was like, "Why are you using saran wrap?" And he's like, "There's nothing." clean that can fit the brownie. Everything's too big. And I was like, did you look in
1: the dishwasher?
5: It's clean. And he's like, no. He's like scared to have me find out he was
6: using Saran Wrap. (laughs)
4: <laughs> you don't use saran wrap ever anymore i, I barely use it do. A,
6: i use it not yeah. very often but i use it like no, a, a roll of saran wrap lasts me a year
4: yeah
5: oh a dan dan has yeah. like an industrial size one from alan who worked
6: in mm. a restaurant
5: oh yeah it's like gigantic and i'm like this will last us until we die and Probably. we'll pass it on to our children this
6: thing is gigantic
5: Yeah. It's
6: intense. But I mean, you know, that's the whole thing. It's what's the trade off between spoiled food thrown away versus, you know, using reusable this? It's just, you know, that's the problem. Those stasher
5: bags, the silicone Ziploc bags, are sweet. I can, I go to the co op and they put the cheese and the meat in them. They just weigh it and then put it in the bag so they don't put it in the plastic bag.
6: But then you've got to, can you put those in the dishwasher?
5: Yeah. Oh. You turn it inside out. And then put it in the Oh
9: yeah, because they're silicone. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They're
5: high heat. Yep. Okay. They're great.
6: And they go in the freezer too, which is yep. nice. They
5: freeze great. They. Yeah, they're easy to clean. Mm. They're easy to carry around. Yeah, awesome.
6: Uh, that's probably the
9: most hippie part about me is I wish we could like do less trash. I don't, I'm not really big on the whole organic foods all over the place kind of thing, but kill the bees. Who cares? I, I don't want to. <laughs> well, within reason. Come on. But yeah, I mean, like, I am more so about the trash thing because there's just too much trash. There's a lot of trash.
6: I mean, when we were growing up, we had that commercial with the Indian crying. It mm-hmm.
4: wasn't even an Indian, it was well, a Jewish I know, guy. It, that yeah, made,
6: made me I said, <laughs> Native I American. You, that commercial affected me for the rest of my life. Wow. I hated garbage and waste ever since I saw that commercial as a little kid.
5: Can you guys, do you have a compost drop-off? No. You don't? We do
6: not, no. know. Not a
5: drop-off, no. even?
6: Come on, I'm Golden Valley. I'm not dropping off compost mm. anyway. I'm sorry. Why? Just be
4: I don't know. Just we have to take do a, do a break. <laughs> we'll be right back in a couple <laughs> of minutes. More with the <laughs> fan. I'm not
6: going
1: to do it.
7: If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less. And the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks.
4: Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had a great success following the Nutrimost wellness plan. How much weight did you lose and what makes Nutrimost different from all those other programs out there?
7: Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days. But more importantly, I know how to keep it off. In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutrimost wellness program. And collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth.
4: Find out how and why Nutrimost is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutrimost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, June 24th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutramos guarantees that you lose twenty pounds or more. Register for the Nutrimost dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763 7337 That is 763-337337. Dog a palooza around here. Daisy decided to get cuddly. Honey, <laughs> Day.
1: <laughs>
4: Tom. Is this a sound decision? My mic's not on. Yes, it, it is. is. Noted. All yeah, oh, right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> when
6: you don't talk, how I do you know?
4: Turn them off. I. What do I know? I didn't know what He we sits in the dark
6: there. and says, but I can't yeah. see anything.
4: Well, you <laughs> guys can I've talk. gone blind. Nothing's
1: wrong. <laughs>
4: You didn't have to wait for me. You could have just started talking. Yeah, I did. <laughs> About 100 <laughs> Google employees are asking San Francisco to boot the tech giant from the city's annual pride parade over the company's handling of hate speech online. We have spent countless hours advocating for our company to improve policies and practices regarding the treatment of LGBTQ plus persons. Uh, is it a plus? Because there's a plus sign at the end. T. Of that. No, it's no it's The LGBT acronym is different Q+. depending on who you ask. Oh, oh it is? Okay. Yeah uh... the depiction of lgbtq plus persons and harassment and hate speech directed at lgbtq plus persons on youtube and other google products the employees write in an open letter whenever we press for for change we are told only that the company will take a hard look at these policies but we are never given a commitment to improve and when we ask when these improvements will be made we're always told to be patient google has specifically come under fire in recent weeks for its response to racist and homophobic jokes made by conservative comedian and commentator Steven Crowder. Who's uh, who Steven? I don't know who no, Steven no, Crowder is. Never heard video. of him. Does anybody know Steven Crowder? Sounds familiar. He's just some comedian. Steven Crowder. Yeah, Stephen Crowder. Apparently, oh, yeah. YouTube, which is owned by uh, Google, um, so initially said the videos did not yeah. violate its policies after criticism had uh, demonetized. Demonetized. Mm-hmm. would yeah. it be just de- demon demonized? No, demonized. demonetized money. Oh, demonetized as in money. I thought it was like demon thing. <laughs> uh, demonized. Demonetized. I you think you're ready
6: to go on vacation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your brain is. <laughs> you I, so I got ready. a very very <laughs> busy day coming.
4: Happening. So, you know, it's going to be one of those. <laughs> okay. So, uh, demonetized Crowder's channel, but did not remove the videos. Bloomberg reports the video streaming site has also been criticized for failing to remove other similar content. Reports and gadget. Uh, if another official platform, YouTube, allows abuse and hate and discrimination against LGBTQ plus persons, then Pride must not provide the company with a platform that paints it. No, I just went away again. was that a, that? A, a weird,
6: weird. glitch.
9: Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah.
4: Oh, it's just a glitch? Yeah. Okay. But in any case, I, doesn't that shock you that Google would allow people to bash racially... Well, I mean, that,
6: doesn't it shock you that they campaign metal? Doesn't every yeah, exactly. I mean Everything. that they listen they're in on filthy. all of your conversations? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's all
4: shocking. They deny doing that. They well, deny I mean, like doing it's that. a
2: oh, comedian oh. on YouTube. Is that really that big a deal?
4: Well, I, if they don't want to work there, though, if the guy's going out so it's well, then they can quit. It's racist and homophobic jokes made by conservative comedian and commentator Stephen Crowder. I don't know who Stephen Crowder is. What do they it's mean conservative? Conservative? No, That's my point exactly? Yeah. Why? It's just some
2: guy I on understand. YouTube and they're yeah, throwing a I hissy fit because how
1: daddy won't fix it for to him. Do
2: with,
4: yeah. I guess, but it really surprised me that Google would Google is way too powerful now. I yes, mean, we got to do something about Google and Facebook and all that. It's <clears> way, starting way to too sound
8: powerful. like Elizabeth Warren there.
4: Yeah. Yes, you know, well, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm part Indian, yeah. and therefore I got into Harvard. She may be a liar, but she's not wrong about everything she says. Yeah, that's right, exactly.
6: And if somebody talks along and I feel agree with
4: that's something true. that they that's say. That's right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I suppose that is it. true. Absolutely, absolutely. That is pretty much true.
6: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree some t- every once in a while. Donald Trump does something and I agree with it, and I'm always shocked at that. You're
4: shocked <laughs> that you agree <laughs> I'm with Donnie? I'm like,
6: should I admit that I agree? I know, you kind of feel that, guilty. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: And what was that and one comment trouble. he made yesterday? Somebody asked him about the summit with China, and he goes, That's none of your business. <laughs> <I'm>
1: like, what?
6: <laughs> He's God. so bizarre.
3: What do you yeah. mean it's none that's of our so business? Weird, yes,
4: weird it thing. is our business.
6: Speaking of elephants,
4: I think it's hilarious. What about elephants? You,
6: there, there is this, there's Speaking like, of elephants,
4: what the <laughs> hell is it? That? Oh, oh, that's about nice. This. I
6: wanted to tell everybody this because it's a cute story. uh, There's, like, 300 Asian elephants left in this region in China, Mm -hmm. and one of them came into this, uh, like, street grocer kind of place and tore off the tarp and started helping itself to all the fruits and vegetables. (laughs) And I guess guess somebody caught it on camera, and you, you hear the guy that owns the little kiosk going, Are you hungry, elephant? (laughs) Please help yourself take all the fruits and
1: vegetables.
6: (laughs) And then it just chows down and just walks away into the forest. (laughs) I'm like, that's so cute. Probably, I mean, it's probably, you know, the guy's livelihood for the entire month is what he had so, yeah. in the stand. And he's yeah. like,
9: go ahead and eat all well, of was, the fruits and they're, vegetables. They're so big, he's probably nervous that if anybody tried to, like, shoo it out. Well, I guess
6: there's 300 left of these this certain kind of, I think it's called an Asian elephant. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very protected. So you're not supposed to harass them in any way, shape, or form. So I guess yeah. if they want to come and rip down your house, you got to let them. <laughs> Would you like to rip down your house, elephant? <laughs> Please feel free. So anyway, I just thought that was cute.
4: Yeah, was cute. I mean, watching them just... So why did he just... Uh, well, I suppose if you can't harass them in any way, he had to let the elephant yeah, could, eat it
6: all. Well, I I, I'm guessing I you suppose. could shoo it away if your life was in danger or something. But. Well,
5: we've seen somebody try to do... Move a camel where they didn't want to go. So I can't even imagine an elephant. <laughs>
6: we were we were in Arizona, uh, Sedona, right? It was no, Sedona, it was near Sedona. I think it was Oh, Okay, Talacapaki, which, which is right next to Sedona. <laughs> okay. and my my parents wanted to go or told us about this uh,
5: Christmas Christmas. It's like a nativity play. Nat- yeah,
6: basically. And it's so good. It's so wonderful. They you have to really go. do a wonderful job. And that night it was a little cool. So the camel did not want to go yeah. be part of Jesus? the pageant. Did not, and it was going. <laughs> <"Ugh!" Yeah. laughs> they
1: were screaming,
6: they were, like, its yeah. brains they were out like shoving its butt. during the entire <laughs> thing, and we were, we were seriously, we were cracking up so hard, and people were like trying to take this whole thing I so seriously. We it's like, like come on. Man, yeah. yeah. It was like the it was screaming. It was supposed. It was
5: supposed to walk across the like stage area, and it just would not move. It just and said yeah, like. Screaming. And then they were like, "Okay, we give up. The camel can just stand there." But yeah, it would just all of a sudden they'd be doing their play, and it just be like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 so uh, all time. Funny. Uh. And you can't
2: move a camel by no. force.
5: No,
1: no,
2: no there is no not. moving a camel if it doesn't no. want to move. No,
6: they're big. They animals. tried. They <laughs> didn't work. Heavy animals.
4: So it was just really hot?
6: No, it was cold. No, it was cold. It was cold. Apparently, cold the camel and rainy. did not like the cool weather. And a little stage fright It did not oh want god, to come out. My god, it was so it funny. Was, I, yeah, that was really funny. I know. Funny. And funny. One
5: of the people we were with always take like everything always has to be <clears throat> so superior and wonderful and she was like it's an incredible play and
6: they do a wonderful job and we were like... <laughs> <laughs> Camel does not appreciate this show. Yeah, what
4: are you do? It was it's, very funny. Yeah, it Did was you see so that Alf's weird. dad died? Alf? Yep. What? Alf's dad died. Oh, the puppet.
6: Oh, oh. what?
4: <laughs> he was the TV dad to an alien and now our goodbyes. Tony-nominated Max Wright played Willie Tanner on Alf. He played the, the dad on the show. The actor best known as Willie Tanner, the TV dad who took in an extraterrestrial uh, named Alf, has died. Max Wright passed away Wednesday in his Hermosa Beach, California home at the age of only 75, reports TMZ, which notes Wright had long battled cancer. Wright's son confirmed his death to The Hollywood Reporter, though he didn't elaborate on the details while Wright was m- most well-known for his role on the ABC show, which ran from 1986 to 1990, I never saw that show. Was it any good? I don't
6: I don't know. I don't, I, we didn't
4: watch it Isn't Is it? it wasn't
6: it kind of foul? Was foul? it? Yeah, well... Well, he not, was a
8: naughty alien. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like
5: which, a
6: like, show for kind of
8: grown-ups yeah. or something.
5: Well, and who decided yeah. on the like how he was going to look? Like, I do You think alien, and it's like this weird anteater mammal-looking a- yeah, thing. <laughs> like, what?
4: Yeah. It would be all that. I, I never saw the show. Was it Was it funny? I liked it. You did? Yeah.
3: Uh, it had that adult humor to it.
4: See, what I always have to remember when I look at why, I wonder why I never watched that show. But then I was doing nights in radio. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, 19,
4: 1986, we, I started KQ by then. But once again, if it was on later in the night, I couldn't watch it because it was on too late, maybe. I don't know. But I didn't get a chance to watch it. 1986 to 1990. Uh, he also appeared in other TV sitcoms, including The Short-Lived. Uh Buffalo Bill, Cheers, Norm and Friends, in which he twice appeared as the manager of Central Perk. Oh, he was the manager of Central Perk. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Huh. Not the no. No, not the No albino
5: out. looking guy, no. The albino looking guy well,
4: that he was so an albino nice. kind of looking guy. Was. He, was. Yeah. Yeah. he was? Yeah.
5: Well he looked like it. I don't, I don't know if he was albino, but he looked like he could be.
9: He was obsessed with Rachel.
5: Yes.
4: Yep.
3: What was it?
5: Gunther?
9: Gunther. Yeah, yeah. Gunther. Yeah. I
3: Gunther.
4: I yep. I don't understand this. I don't mean to take away from sad news, but why does Newser always change their headlines? The previous headline was simple and not clickability or clicka- clickbaity. Maybe Click that's what baity, they Clickbaity, yeah. Uh, does Newser have an editor who just doesn't trust their writers or doesn't like the headlines they come up with? Decides they need to be spiced. This guy's bitching about the headlines on Newser. Well, who cares? He does. Uh, apparently he does uh, apparently he does it's un- well, un- I don't
9: know how many times we've complained about a headline because yeah. we read it and then it's like why is the headline like that we, oh, just, really? did, we just did that last mm-hmm. last section what was what was session. that
4: what was the headline
9: well, it was the one about the murder and we didn't know they didn't talk about murder oh,
4: right he talked about murder at all the I mean so he has a himself. point
9: because we do it too yeah <laughs>
4: No, I understand. That's, that is probably the situation. I just So we did learn that uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter to Wife. Uh, did you hear what he said? He was... <laughs> dog
5: the Bounty what? Hunter to Wife? His, dog di- the his wife bounty... died. Well, you said, he said Dog the ha- Bounty Hunter to Wife.
4: That's what it says here, Dog the Bounty Hunter to Wife. See you on the other side.
5: Oh no! You said we. Yeah, you said
4: well, we did get a find out
5: that. You dog, jumped Yeah, it didn't. No.
4: You know what I'm saying? You get buried me under Tom all that. Tom
6: needs a
3: vacation. I do.
4: Yeah. No I doubt do. About it. I do have
6: a
3: feel-good <laughs> update from a story we did yesterday.
4: Is it about Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, you and can wife?
3: finish. Yeah, I just want. to... <clears throat> this is very important. I think.
4: No, but he said he started crying, and oh. he, they recorded mm-hmm. him crying, mm-hmm. and he said uh, to the doctor. He said, man, and he's bawling his eyes out, and he goes, I want you to know something. If she dies, you die.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy! Yeah. Uh,
4: settle down, dog. Well, I mean, he is dog the bounty hunter. That's he is dog what he's bounty known bounty. for. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just said, if my, if my wife dies, then you die. Look, man, I'm a good guy, but I want you to know that if my wife dies, you die. Said it twice. Like, Calm down there, dog.
3: Yeah. So, what, what, what are you talking about? Honor? Well, yesterday about the baby that was found in the grocery bag. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, more than a thousand people have reached out to wanting to adopt her. Oh, see how yeah. sweet yeah.
4: That is. yeah,
3: so that's good.
4: What a story. That woman, I honest to God, and I keep forgetting her name, Janae Norman, I think her name is. I think it's Janae Norman. She started bawling openly, reading that story on ABC News. Uh, she was—I uh, mean, they showed this little baby. It's like, oh my God! I don't know how you could stand it. You put a little baby like that, still had the umbilical cord on it, and you put it in a ba- in a plastic bag and tie it shut. So the
6: woman is either very desperate or mentally ill yeah, one or little,
4: the other don't you just like i said you go up to a church and knock on the door and run away uh, yeah it's they a lot still have that answer. right where you can yeah. drop a baby off at any so. fire
6: station any er and no questions asked you can just say here's a baby and go mm-hmm. away and yeah. it's that's what you should do yes don't dump them in the dumpster don't Dump them well, at the I, grocery store, and I wish just drop them off.
3: And I wish too, with adoption, they would make it more accessible to people. It's so it's expensive.
1: It's so expensive, really. It's,
5: it's like forty-five thousand dollars to adopt a child. What? Yes, because wow. you have and that's like fees That's and... even like Amer- in America, not like traveling. Much is? Really? Isn't that how much
9: it is to have a baby though?
5: no 45 mm-hmm. grand but without insurance over, but that's not over you time have it at the park so if you like i was looking into home birth with fawn and mm-hmm. total birth all the prenatal care and stuff like that was four thousand dollars
4: well that's good yeah 45 grand seems a little spend
6: maybe if you've got yeah. complications yeah have safe haven law says yeah, like you can drop stuff,
2: off yeah. a baby at a police department, fire station, or ha- any hospital. Yeah, I And you have that, 30 mm. days to change your mind.
6: I think that that's there what they go. need to be telling no.
5: kids at school. No. Yes. You have 30 days to change your mind? No. Why not? No. You don't get your baby back if you're like, JK, what, I want it what happens again. If it's a, <laughs> no.
6: What happens if it's a 14-year-old girl who was raped and didn't want anybody to yeah, know right. and then... She has the baby, and then she has a hormone crash, and then she's like, I really love that baby. I want the baby. What about that? Huh?
5: You're 14, and you can't be, no.
2: It's probably better for 14-year-olds not to Well, have kids, I'm just but... saying
5: there's
6: going to be circumstances
5: mm-hmm. where... Well, it shouldn't be... You have to be a little... No packed. matter what, yeah. you are you can have it back. Because mm-hmm. some 15... people... Oh, I can get welfare mm-hmm. money, yep. money for... Not welfare. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, my God. Welfare money.
5: I apparently need a baby. <laughs>
4: What Boy, am I driving today? Yeah, <clears throat> what's going on today?
5: Oh, what yes. We
4: shall take a break and we'll be back with car selling secrets and a special guest. Right Yay.
1: Yay. May.